Got to, man. Got to bounce back. Shout out to my homie Keys, Xavier Keys, on the vocals on this. Okay. Honestly, they couldn't stop me if they wanted to. Got to get up, go out and get it, and that's what I'm going to do. I've been focused. I'm not hungry. Yo, I'm starving, dude. Grind mode with my team. We're making these power moves. Honestly, they couldn't stop me if they wanted to. Gotta get up, go out and get it, and that's what I'm gonna do. I've been focused, I'm not hungry, you're gonna starve and do it. Ain't grind mode with my team, we making these power moves. Cause I ain't got no time to be wasting with all this music I'm making. Man, I'm tired of being impatient, so I keep making these moves here with my crew. Vow to myself to always stay true, so I don't care what nobody else do, I know why. Like an erection, bumps in the road, but nah, I ain't stressing. I don't work out, but homie, I'm flexing. Every time I get on the beat and I bless it. Rise and shine, and I never let another come and stop my grind, cause I grind all night at the gig, no lie. Then it's back in the booth for some overtime. Come on. Nope. Mm-mm. Shout out to Miss Almaramos. Shout out to Miss B. Uh-huh. I said, uh, hey, hey. Hey, my mom told me to get them, so I don't care what y'all say. I just keep grinding. Yeah, I stay working, cause it's, you know I'm, I said I, that's right. In the lab with a pen and a pad, I, I, let's ride. Make it look so easy, don't it make y'all mad? One thing I know, one thing is certain. I can't stop, won't stop, cause me and my team stay working One thing I know, one thing is certain Can't stop, won't stop, on the grind getting mine, I'm working No sleep, spit heat, killing these tracks And I'm not gonna stop till I'm up on top, I'm supposed to be Everywhere I go, I scream as Pete We're more than a crew, we a family Working, trying to get a couple Grammys G Having sitting on top of the mantelpiece Thank God Go hard, they just mad cause I'm on my job But where I'm from is the ground to starve I'm starving, I just can't do it Not having it, unthinkable So I turn in the stretch, I'm strong And now I can reach the unreachable Let's go Hey Trying to Yo, they I said I can't sit still I just laugh at y'all haters Cause I Yeah Hey 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 Hey, mom's told me so why don't let's go? I just keep yeah I stay cause it's you know I'm I said I that's right uh in the lab with a pen and a pad I I let's ride make it look so easy gonna make you mad one thing I know one thing is certain I can't stop won't stop. Cause me and my team stay working One thing I know One thing is certain Can't stop, won't stop On the ground, get in mind, I'm working Don't ever let anybody tell you That you can't get what you want Whatever you dreaming for, you get out there and you get it You make it happen Never mind the haters Real still Cause I All day Always Get them Yes sir I'm grinding, stay working, hey, I said I, that's right, in the lab with a pen and a pad I, let's ride, make it look so easy, don't it make you mad, one thing I know, one thing is certain, can't stop, won't stop, cause me and my team stay working, one thing I know, one thing is certain, can't stop, won't stop, on the ground, get in mind, I'm working. Gotta Yes, sir. Love him. Rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m.
Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is 8 o'clock a.m. and you are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Uh, yes. yes. I, because that's for our guest. It's for you at home or in your office or on the third floor of City Hall or Community Foundation of the Fox River Valley, or VNA Healthcare, Old Second Bank, or West Suburban, shouts out. That's for all of us on this collective day. It's Monday, we are ready, we're fired up. And fire is a great way to start. <laughs> we have an actress, we have a mom, and we have a motivated person, and that trail of superlatives could lead to only one person, Shayla Day. So how's your how's your morning so far? Morning's great. Typical yeah. morning, mom stuff. Put the baby on the bus and get to come out here and yeah. be a part of Good Morning Aurora. Excited. <laughs> we appreciate you. Shouts out to uh, Mr. Antoine Hicks. Yes. Recon Tactical, and also a shout out to a dear friend of the show, Whitney Love. Yes, Whitney Love. Yep. Very there ladies with your tips how they looking yes brothers um take your girl out yes That's what you do. I love yes <laughs> I am every constantly at Whitney Loves Nail Salon shout out to Cynthia too who always looks me up my nails so yes nice and love you were here this love. weekend oh yeah this weekend yes I was very cool yes um so you are we're, we're going to talk about being an actress we're gonna talk mm -hmm. about uh what it's like being on stage and being on the big screen and and all that other kind of stuff but um it's it's still COVID time here in the city, but we are right. coming out of that. Um, as a mom, I'd like mm -hmm. to know from you: What's your perspective? Are we at the? Are we seeing that proverbial light at the end of the tunnel? Um, is there the the confidence growing amongst people to come out and do more? And what do you think? You know, I think things are definitely opening up right. a lot more. I mean, we just look at 2020 the way 2020 was closed up. Right. You know, things are still opening up. You know, definitely as a mom, I'm still, you know, I'm vaccinated, but I usually always still wear my mask. You right. know, it's just everyone's comfortability with with COVID. So things are definitely, I think, opening up mm -hmm. as opposed to 2020. But I still think that we still got still got a little ways to go before we're just fully, fully comfortable. Right, with right. What's going on with COVID? Well said. Uh, on this show, you know, we got uh, we promote the you know public safety and health mm -hmm. and everything like that too. But yeah, the the optimism is definitely there, and people mm -hmm. are having a, a good time. We like to see that, but we also like to be safe. Um, so I have one quick news topic, and then we're gonna get to some good discussion here. Uh, and that is that on December 11th at One East Benton Street, downtown New Old World Public Library, from one to four p.m. Santa Claus is coming to town, y'all. Yes, that is right. Jolly old St. Nick will be in Aurora. I know you're thinking, doesn't he fly over the world? He coming to Aurora? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, bring the kids. Many community partners such as VNA Healthcare and uh, the Neighbor Project, the FEC. Oh, man, the Aurora Public Library. All are taking part in this. There will be free hot cocoa and conchas for your culinary delight. So once again, it's December 11th, a Saturday from 1 to 4 p.m. Uh, the VNA will also be on hand with health resources such as flu shots and vaccines as well. The time is now 8.04. Okay, so you, grad you went to AU. We were talking I did. about that. I yeah. did. I graduated from AU, went to, um, got my master's at AU. Okay. Yes. And that was in broadcasting, is that correct? Well, um... My undergrad, I went to undergrad at Ole Miss, okay. University of Mississippi, where I also played basketball. And I went to um, AU, I got my master's in business. Okay, right, all right. Um, now, how did acting start for you, or was it always there? Acting wasn't the um, initial plan. It was, um, <laughs> you know, like I said, my, my undergrad, my degree is in broadcasting. Mm -hmm. I wanted to do the behind the scenes stuff. Like that was my thing was the, you know, I want to do the writing and the cinematography, directing, producing. That was my initial goal, you know. I did the news in college. The news wasn't really, just wasn't sparking my interest. So <laughs> it was, I wanted to do movies. I wanted right. to do television. And, and uh, So acting, when I moved to Aurora and was going to AU, after I graduated from AU, 
I started being an extra on TV and film in Chicago. And the point for me doing an extra was being an extra was I want to just be on set to see the behind the scenes stuff. Right. I wasn't necessarily interested in the front of the camera then. Right. It was the behind the scenes stuff. My like, first. Yo, how they do that, man? Right. That's, yeah. That was me. I was like, I'm on set, like all this. And my first time being an extra, I was on uh, The Dark Knight, the Batman movie. Oh, I was awesome. A, I was a police officer on The Dark Knight. So I'm sitting, you know, Heath Ledger's there, Gary Oldman's there, and I'm just watching all of this and behind the scenes. But then. The more I started to do it and being an extra, I was like, okay, this, you know, acting is kind of interesting. So I just started studying and learning more about it. And um, I started to find that I actually kind of like acting. I kind of want to pursue this. So just years and years, I was an extra. I probably did extra work for about six years. What was the biggest benefit of the extra work? Because you're you're watching, but you still have to, you still have to do your. Right. Uh, role right so you know being an extra is you know you're, you're in the background but I think for me it was the connection because I made so many friends I right. so many other aspiring actors and actresses mm-hmm. while being an extra that was the biggest thing was the connections right and, you know, other extras and everybody else working toward eventually becoming speaking lines so right. being an extra was learning the terminology because you know being on a the set there's so much terminology you have to learn Yes, right. exactly. The, the, key the, grip. the key grip, the best boy. And, right, right. You know, <laughs> back to one. And, you know, all the terminology and the connections, meeting people. Right. Is a big part of it. Um, so you're, so The Dark Knight, that was a good movie. It was a good movie. Holy cow. Yes. It was a really good movie. Yes. Um, do you ever... Do you ever speak to, so you went from extras, you don't always get a speaking role as an extra. No, okay. extras, not, you know, no okay. speaking roles with extra, you're just, you know, you're in the background. Right. In the background. Um, it's, um, you know, a big difference between extra and speaking. Okay. Um, so, uh, but extra, I, I, I mean, I definitely encourage anybody, you know, if you're interested in just learning with how things work. You know, be an extra on a mm-hmm. on a film or right. a television set. It'll definitely get get hands on of seeing how everything. But there's a is a big journey from you know extra to speaking role. It's definitely a big journey. Wow. Um, let's talk about that journey. You know yes. what what did that entail? Was there a role that you really wanted and you mm-hmm. went for it, or were you just trying to get speaking? You know, I I probably made all the mistakes that you can make as as an actor going from, you know, because you you bright eyed and bushy tailed when you decide you want to be an actor and you get in your head. OK, I'm going to be an actor today. And then tomorrow I'm going to book this, 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 this. And I'm going to do all this, this. Right. Doesn't Denzel, work. watch out. Yes. Yeah. Doesn't work that way. Though. <laughs> Doesn't work that way. It's you know, I made all the mistakes. You know, I um, with my I signed with my agent. My agent actually turned me down the first time I auditioned for her. But she thankfully gave me, like, hey, your headshots aren't where they should be. You need a new headshot. You need to do this, 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 this. So a lot of agents won't do that. So I took everything that she said and said, okay, I got to do this, 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 this. And then a year later, I went back. I had all my stuff together, auditioned for her, and then I my agent. So it's um, from extra to speaking role, there is a whole lot that goes on as far as I, I use the example a lot of, like I said, I was an athlete. Today I wake up and say I want to be a pro, a pro athlete. Tomorrow I'm not going to enter the draft. Tomorrow I'm not going to go pro. Right. There's a whole lot that's got to go on in between. Right. Or you today you wake up and you want to be a doctor. You're not going to go start ar- operating on people tomorrow. Right. There's a whole lot that's got to take place in, in, you know, in between. And that's the same way with acting. You wake up and say you want to be an actor today. You're not going to go win an Oscar tomorrow. You know what I mean? You're right. not going to go and book all this and be on this show, this, this, this. There's a whole lot that has to take place in the middle. Right. A lot of work. And a lot of people, but it seems like the perception that it is that easy yeah. is what prevails. Right. Like people think right. that all I got to do is just knock out my right. little Pinocchio in my high school. Right. And then it's going to be big screen. Yeah. Um, and it can be somewhat frustrating, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. You know, I made the same mistake. You know, when I first started at the beginning, oh, I want to be an actor. And then I'm thinking tomorrow, I'm going to go out tomorrow. I'm going to get an agent. I'm going to book this, 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 this. It doesn't work that way. It's, you know, there's a lot of training involved. There's a lot of, you know, I made the mistake of doing it. But, you know, years and years of learning. It's definitely very frustrating. You know, I, mm-hmm. um, 
I booked my first co-star on the show. I booked Empire, uh, season two of Empire. And that was, yeah, was, <laughs> season two of Empire, I was a co-star. And that was in 2015. And I didn't book another co-star until I just booked Chicago Fire. So that's a six-year six year window right. of audition after audition after audition. And it took me six years to book my next. You know, and it can be like that. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, it's going to be that frustrated. And right. like, why am I doing this? What am I doing wrong? All of my friends are booking this, 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 and they're on this. What am I doing wrong? So I had to go back and readjust and make some changes and go back to class and train and train and update my headshots, get new looks. And um, throughout that six years, I went back and did, theater, did some more theater. So acting is it's frustrating. It's one of those that you definitely have to love it. Seems like you did because you stuck with it. Oh, absolutely. And I that's couldn't. that's what it means right there. That's what it is. That's you know, I that's the big part. I tell a lot of people that don't become an actor because you want to be famous. You come become an actor because you love it. Because there's you know what I mean. There's a million other ways. You know, there's, that's what I tell people all the time. There's a million other ways to be famous. Don't be an actor if you're trying to be famous. You need to go try to go do some of the other the other there you go. ways to be famous because. Mm. There are a ton of just working actors that aren't famous, but they're working. Right. That's their career is acting. And, you know. Because they love it and have a passion they, for it. They love it and they have passion for it. Oh, good morning. Vanessa Gaddy, Minerva. Good morning, Minerva. We <laughs> interviewed cousin. Minerva on Buenos Dias Aurora. She is a fantastic <laughs> woman, friend of the show. Norma Peterson, good morning to you as well. Aisha Saxon, what's happening? Good morning, Aurora. Another Monday, so let's get it. Allie Hernandez. Friends, Josie Mendoza Geller, Gloria Gerardo, oh, Cruz, man. the chat is lit. It's too many of y'all right now. I'm come <laughs> back to that. Monica, if you would be so kind, can you please take us to a commercial and uh, give us a couple of quick joints? Good morning and happy Monday. Here are the local headlines. Don't forget to please subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date on all of our content. There you can also watch all of our interviews and receive notifications when we go live. And I'll be sharing that link with you all on our chat. Saturday the 20th, there will be a Know Your Rights Forum from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Sacred Heart Church, located at 755 Fulton Street. Representatives from Family Focus, the LCLAA, and World Relief will be there to answer questions regarding immigration. Hosted by State Representative Barbara Hernandez, Alderwoman Juani Garza, and our friends Ana El Calcito, Calcido, Cuevas. Registration is required for this helpful event. You can call 630-256-3020 to do so. A free caregiver seminar will take place on November 30th from 1 p.m. to 2.30 p.m. Enjoy motivational speaker and renowned author Loretta Vini in a conversation called Moving Caregivers from I Give Up to I Got This. This seminar, sponsored by H Guide, Alzheimer's Association, and AARP, will present tools that every caregiver needs to thrive with confidence. The link to register I'll be sharing on our chat. The third session of the Citizenship Exam Preparation Group will be this Wednesday, November 17th, and follow, followed by Thursday, November 18th. Both sessions will be from 3.30 to 5.30 p.m. in room 126 at the Centauri Library. For more information, call 630-264-4117. More news, more news for you guys. All right, we are we are back. Hello at home. Um, so the word of the day also is taught. T-A-U-T, the word of the day is taught. I'll be sure to use that in a sentence if I can interject with it at some point in time uh, before the show ends today. Um, all right. So we, the, the passion for acting um, is where we left off before the news. Um, now that, so being an actress now, can you, do you critique movies and other scenes when you watch? And, you know, is, is there a basic tenet or form that you need to have when you're acting? Is, are there like some basic pillars? Of acting, there's so many different uh, different techniques, so many different teachings. Okay, um, you know when it comes to acting, I've um, been fortunate. I have uh, awesome teachers at 
I've been training at a vagabond school of the arts. And also going to be working with some other acting coaches going forward. It's just like with everything. There's there's different teachings, different, you know, different acting teachers have their philosophy that they they abide by. When I'm watching film and television, I mean, I think you're you're instinctively you're watching it and just like, okay, I probably <laughs> but I've I've gotten to where um, I watch a lot of actors to learn. You know, I um, a lot of acting is reacting. You know, I think a lot of people are so focused on, hey, all you do is memorize lines when you get to say them. You know, there's a if only if right? only it was that simple. <laughs> if only it was that simple. There's right. so much more, so much more to it, right. and that comes with training. You know what I mean? And just like I said, I became a great basketball player from training. You become great at what you do from training. By training, you go and learn from the vets. You go and learn from the veterans. You know, even veteran actors who've been acting for decades, they still train. Right. It's always constant training to get better at your craft. What's the most difficult thing for beginning actors to learn? Um, Is there a comment? Because you, you mentioned about looking at, looking at things in hindsight. Right. So what were those kind of hindsight moments like, I never should have told Denzel to get my <laughs> hamburger? You know, like, like what was the... I think for beginning actors, and I'm just going back from my experience, sure. it was learning patience. I think we are so ready to get to the finish line without starting and going through the race. Like, we're so focused on, man, like I said, you know, I had six years in between bookings. I could have easily said, you know what, I'm done with this. I'm not doing this anymore. Patience, I think, is the biggest thing because I have beginning actors that they ask me about starting in acting and they're coming to me, never done any acting before. Hey, how I get an agent? Hey, how I get on that show? I was like, hold on, slow down. There is a process that right. you have to go through first. So I think patience is the biggest thing when it comes to beginning actors, understanding that. You know, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. They're acting. Um, okay. Now, now in that same vein, right? Mm -hmm. I was having a conversation uh, with a friend of mine a couple days ago, actually. This was about a couple questions about our show and everything. So I lived in California for a good number of years, and there was a lot of aspiring actors out there. A lot of the people that I met in San Diego weren't from California. Mm -hmm. They were from Connecticut. Oh, yeah. New York, Boston, mm -hmm. they all packed in their Saturn and drove to yeah. make it big. Right. Didn't happen. Mm -hmm. So now they add the Bevix or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. It seems like now in 2021, things have changed. Nobody is really, you got to be lucky to be bagging Brad Pitt's groceries. Right. And for him to be like, yo, you should be in my next movie. Mm -hmm. It doesn't happen like that no more. So the, 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 I said to say the question is is has social media had any role um, in the perception that it's easier to get in and get on than it than it used to be? Has it has it done anything to the collective conscious to make people think that it is that simple? Mm -hmm. Has social media had a role in that? Um, I don't know if I necessarily say possibly because I mean, and I look at my experience. You know, when I was starting out. It was before the whole big social media thing. And I kind of had that perception of, oh, I can just do it just like this. Right. But I think social media has kind of made it to where everybody wants to be social media famous. Mm. You know, everybody wants to be, you know, likes and be famous. That's all it is. Right. Right. Exactly. So um, as far as the perception of acting being easy with social media, yes and no, because okay. I kind of had that mentality when I first started that it's just all right I want to be an actor all right I'm about to go out and do all this to you know and that was before social media right so I think it's just maybe acting in general people kind of have that that perception of it's just all you do is get up and say some lines yeah I can go do that just like this right so yeah now are you doing a saying lines I can do that mm -hmm. how easy was public speaking for you oh starting I used to be I wasn't good I, I wasn't big on public speaking I wasn't good at public speaking. I think I was more, like I said, I initially wanted to do the behind the scenes stuff. I right. wasn't interested in being on camera. But um, as I did it more and more and got more comfortable, and like, I never thought I would ever do stage. I never thought I would ever do theater. Because it's like, theater, you're right there 
they're right there. They're looking at you. Right. They see everything. And it's so, judgment yes. status. Right. Theater used to terrify me. I was like, I, I'm never going to do theater. I'm scared to do theater. But now, oh, I absolutely love it. I love doing theater now. Now, now that I've gotten more comfortable, yeah. you know, over the years, now I can get up and talk. I can get up and get on stage and perform. What was the most rewarding theater experience that you I um I was Harriet Tubman last year. Thankfully we got to get the shows out. It was right before everything shut down for COVID, for COVID. And I got to star as Harriet Tubman. And we had schools from all different areas in Joe and, and kids. So, you know, it's kids, you know, I'm playing a historical figure mm -hmm. and thankfully shout out to my friend who was the writer director Kimberly B. Garrett. Um the way she wrote it was amazing to where the kids were so engaged in the show. You know, like I said, I'm, I'm a historical figure. I didn't know, you know, these were younger kids, elementary school kids. And then it was like after the show, I was coming out. I was still dressed up, you know, still had my, my, my wardrobe on. And the kids were just like, oh, my God, you were amazing. Can I have your autograph? Oh what a God. feeling. It was like, oh, my gosh. Wow. And, you know, they're asking for my autograph and they're asking me questions about Harriet Tubman and taking pictures with me. So that was probably the, the most awesome theater experience. Just the kids, you know, they got to come out of school, leave school to come, you know, specifically for our production. And, and the, the theater was filled. And that was probably the most rewarding. Just the kids you know, really engaged in, in the show. Um, and... That also, I think, speaks to representation. Mm -hmm. Feels good when uh, uh, one can see themselves, right, right, in that, right. Hey, yeah, I can be Spider Man too, right, Miles. <laughs> <laughs> Do that. That's right. You can be Spider Man. You can be. Okay. Uh, the time is now eight twenty-two a.m. Good morning, Tracy Duran. Uh, Emily, good morning to you, and Cruz Ocho, good morning to all of you guys at home that's now tuning in. We are here with actress Shayla Day. You may have seen her on Chicago Fire. That was the most recent yes. filming. Okay. Most recent. And that was two weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's, let's, let's talk about that. How did it go, um, and what was your role? My role, I was in the opening episode of Fire. I played a factory manager, and mm -hmm. one of my workers was trapped in a shrink wrapping machine so you know we're all trying to get him out and the firefighters come in and i'm telling them you know hey he was not supposed to be doing this and then i'm directing the firefighters to the service box power okay all right um how now was it a, a strenuous day in acting take us through mm -hmm. uh, take us through a typical day what it, what is um, it like you know how does it start and then what happens um get there go to my trailer um, you know, they already have my, my, I've already had a fitting and, um, prior to that, because, you know, with COVID everything, I had to take two COVID tests before I could you know, pass two COVID tests before mm -hmm. I could even shoot. I had already been to wardrobe, so they already had my sizes. So get to set, go to my trailer, get dressed. They, they brought me breakfast and after I was dressed, went to hair and makeup, got ready, and then. Go back and relax a little bit in my trailer until they come get me. You and get then, your own trailer? I get my, yeah. Oh, my own trailer. And, um, yeah. Oh. I know y'all at home like, <laughs> y'all at home like, I want a trailer too, dog. Right, right, right. <laughs> so then it's just going back, um, go to set, and we have a green room for the, for the cast. So I'm in the, you know, in the green room with all the, the rest of the cast for Chicago Fire and, you know, pit chat and everything until time to go on set. And long day. But long, tiring day, but I mean, I love it. Now, this is an NBC production. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, is NBC the, the, the only or first major network that you've worked with? Um, Fox was when I, when I did Empire. Fox. Okay, yeah. excuse me. Yeah, Fox. Yeah. Um, was there any difference between the two? And, and are there differences that you can tell as an actress when you're working with different networks? Um, not really. Okay. Um, you know, Empire was six years ago. That was a, you know, it's pretty similar experience. The cast of Chicago Fire, awesome, amazing, great cast, great crew. It was a great day. 
So there wasn't really a huge difference. You know, I'm thankful they, they tra- treated me pretty well. Um, being a, having a chance to see my name in the credits, you know, it's always awesome experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, as an extra, you're not in the credits? No. No, because extra, no spe- you're not, you know, you're right. not, no speaking parts or anything. Extra, you're just, yeah. um, you're in the background to make right. it, because, uh, you know, extras make it look more authentic. Of course. You know, yeah. I'm, we're, I'm, a, I'm a factory manager, so there we have to have factory workers in the scene to make right. it look more, more authentic. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Now, y'all saw that? <laughs> y'all saw that? I'm not going to give you two words of the day, but that was a subtle, <laughs> subtle difference between the two right y'all caught that when you're an extra you're not in the credits okay but, you know like but you learn a lot as an extra extras are a huge part of the production too you right. know what i mean that's like i said i've been an extra you know i've been a co-star but you know extras are a huge part of the production as well nice um monica if you would be so kind take me to a brief Brief commercial, y'all, because I have something to tell you about lights. And Aurora's a city of lights. Mm-hmm. That's our uh, that's our name. The reason why Aurora's a city of lights is because it was we are the first city to have successfully had um, bringing electric street lights. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, the kids like that, uh, which at the time was so. Revolutionary and groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's old photos of, of Aurora being the, the most bright thing around. Oh, wow. How about that? In regards to being the most bright thing around recently and now, Fox Valley Mall is holding a uh, immersive experience coming up here. Uh, according to Fox Valley Mall General Manager Scott Sampson, with more than a million lights, the drive-through holiday display that uh, has opened in Fox Valley Mall will be hard to miss. He hopes that it won't prove a distraction for pilots flying to O'Hare Airport in about that? Um, along with a host of other Aurora dignitaries, Let It Shine is the drive through holiday theme lights display, and that's following up Dino Safari that appeared in the same space during the summer. I had the pleasure of interviewing uh, one of the gentlemen associated with, uh, he was one of the engineers on the Dino Safari project, and it was really cool. That episode is on our uh, YouTube channel. A total of over one million lights, all synchronized to music, greets visitors. Uh, And that's open, and it'll go until January 9th. It's open daily from 4.30 to 11.30 p.m. All right, very cool. Uh, and also, lastly, this is a quote that I just love, so I'm going to share it with you. Aurora Chief Communications and Equity Officer Clayton Muhammad said the attraction is significant for the city on a number of levels. Quote, we're coming at this from a couple of different angles, including the overall holiday concept. We're the city of lights, so we love light shows and that holiday spirit. We've had long-standing light shows from all over, and now you see the expansion. It's a large city. 46 square miles and provides families an opportunity to have different experiences closed quote awesome okay so now back to our discussion here mm-hmm. what is your favorite movie Ooh. i don't know if i have a favorite movie i don't think i have a favorite movie i like a lot of different movies there one that sticks out one that uh you think was a Great production and watch it. Ooh, that's a hard one. I have to think about that one. Okay. Um, Do you have a favorite actress or actor? I absolutely love, I love, um, I'm a big fan of Taraji P. Henson. Just, you know, and I had, you know, had the opportunity to be in a scene with her. Really? Yeah, when when I did Empire. My, My scene and my line was to her. So I I love her and I love her story. Just I've you know been able to watch her up close, yeah. and, you know, in person, and I've watched a lot of her film and I've kind of studied her technique. And um, she's awesome at improv too. So she's she's somebody that I like to watch and like study. You know, I've sat and watched. Um, I've watched and rewatched Empire. I've watched and rewatched a lot of her things. Just mm-hmm. studying her. I love her and you know Viola Davis. Uh, Viola Davis. 
and Angela Bassett. You know, I love oh, I love, Angela Bassett. You know, yes. Angela Bassett is the reason why, like, I absolutely love American Horror Story because I didn't even watch American Horror Story until I found out. Oh, Angela Bassett is in it. Yeah. So now I've seen every season of American Horror. Story. So they are some the actresses that I like to watch and rewatch their work, just watching their technique. You know, studying what they do. Um, so for a long time, I briefly, uh, briefly mentioned this a little bit earlier in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a long time, representation in movies and film mm-hmm. was either non-existent for actors of color, actors and actresses of color, or the roles were. We'll, we'll, we will settle for the moment on the word demeaning. Mm-hmm. Has it gotten better? What do you think? Um, I think we're seeing so many. So many more as far as representation behind the camera now, you know, where they can make the stories and tell the stories mm-hmm. to have the representation in front of the camera. You know, you're seeing so many, you know, writers and directors, producers of color now behind right. the camera making those films and making those movies. That helps. And, right. Yes. Right. Hmm. Um, Tyler Perry mm-hmm. is someone who I think has really, you know, not to, you know, Spike Lee will, will, right. will be always Spike, he'll always be Spike Lee. I think Tyler Perry really revolutionized, or he gave a shot in the arm right. to that. Um, and I think that Tyler Perry is the person who kind of propelled that mm-hmm. and made it sustainable going forward. Tyler, I think for me, Tyler was brilliant at, I know who my audience is, so I'm going to make the work because I know who my audience is and I know what my audience wants. Right. He was the he was brilliant at that. Like, I mean, I followed Tyler Perry since 2000, 2001, back right. when he was doing stage play. He was the one that was brilliant at, I don't care about winning an Oscar, I don't care about this. This is my target audience. My target audience says they want this, so I'm going to make this for right. them. And now look where he is now. Right. You know what I mean? He was brilliant at I know what they want, and I'm going to give them what they want. Right. Um, now, with with that, and you're, when you're auditioning, mm-hmm. um, depending on the role that you're auditioning for, I'm sure. And all these questions are from a, a novice. I've never auditioned. But... I'm guessing that there are some roles that you may just not be able to pull off. Is is that a credible thought in your mind when you're auditioning? Or are you mm-hmm. always trying to knock out the park? Is there is any role possible? You know, I am always trying to knock out the park. You know what I mean? And if 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 I if I have the audition, that means that the casting saw something. That and they want to see more of me, so you know they saw my headshot, they saw my resume, they saw you know any of my clips, and you know they saw something that to where they want me to audition for that role. So I'm going to give everything that I gotcha for right. that role. I'm here for a reason. Right. They wanted to see me, so I, they are going to see me. Hmm. Is there a role that you want to play? What's is there a role that you are waiting to play and knock out the park? Do you have a dream role like? <sighs> Is there like, man, I want to. Mm. Um, I had a um, I had a Zoom audition yesterday, and um, oh. casting was asking me about you know um, roles and everything, and I said I am open because I am open to roles because variety is fun. You know, variety is fun. Doing mm. different things is fun. So um, hell yeah, it, is. it really <laughs> is. I think you know a lot of actors. You know, I love television. You know, hopefully, you know, I want to keep doing, you know, definitely want to keep doing television films. And, you know, I would love to be a series regular on it. Where I'm on this show every single week just to be, you know, part of the central cast. You know, but I'm so open to, I just love acting. You know what I mean? I love acting. What, so. did, you, what did you dislike about the news? The news is too, <laughs> the news is just too, like, stoic. It's just too... I'm sitting here, and you know, I I was I was on you know when I was at Ole Miss, I was a an anchor for our, our news station, mm-hmm. and it was just you know I'm reading off with the teleprompter, and you know engaging with my co-anchor, and it was just 
The new, it was, I mean, a lack of a better, lack of better words. <laughs> yes. The news was just not. You know, right. It wasn't, wasn't for, it? Wasn't it? Wasn't it? for me. I was having more fun, you know, because I doing the behind the scenes stuff because we had to do news packages and report news, and I got to go out and report news. I got to get news, and I got to put the package together, and mm-hmm. I, it just wasn't. It wasn't working for me. <laughs> um, what did you, what was your uh, position? Uh, you were the coach or the captain of the team playing basketball? Oh, I was on the team. That's okay. how I got to Ole Miss. I had a basketball scholarship. Yeah. Full scholarship. What did, uh, what did being an athlete teach you or take any of that with you? You know, I, like I said before, I became a great basketball player from training, you know, and that's how I look at acting. I'm, I want to come become a great actor from training and work ethic. I mean, work ethic as well. You know, I was, you know, playing, I was in the SEC in Division One basketball. So that is work, you know, right. juggling being a student athlete. So <laughs> basketball and this, the discipline of training, it, it really kind of correlated to life as work ethic. Mm. Yeah. Addie Rubio, Maria Chirito, Casildo, Casey Cuevas. Good morning to all y'all out there. Cheers them up. Cheers them up. Monica behind the boards. Yes, cheers them up. Here we, we are here. And so are you. And this is a fun discussion. This is a fun discussion. Because, you know, I, um, and again, I'm sorry, my, my questions are kind of crazy, but I, I like the human experience. Mm-hmm. That's like, I pre, I've always read actors actresses interview like i kind of like how you like to see what was behind the scenes on the set i was always interested in like who are these people you know when arnold's done playing terminator right 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 right. (laughs) what's next after that you Mm -hmm. killed 100 people what's next (laughs) after that um and that fascinates me Mm -hmm. one of the things i've also been fascinated by is that I have liked and I've always respected the moving parts in it. Mm-hmm. And I like also behind the scenes as well. I like the moving parts. Right. I know that it takes a team to get that production. Um, and since yes. doing this, I've had a better appreciation for it. Yes. I've had a. That five minutes of footage is like eight gigabytes. Right. Like you got to edit that. So right. that is insane, it and is. I, I really, really respect is. it. It being on a huge production, you know, you got tons of ca- just tons of crew members, and then you know, I was in a very short, you know, my scene was very short um, in Chicago Fire in the opening scene, but it was about a twelve-hour day because you know we got to shoot it, then we got to get this angle, angle, and then he's got to get a close-up of me, got a close-up, then you know, it's just constant, you know, a long day. There's so many, so many people involved. Like when I first stepped on the set for the Dark Knight, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, all these people, all these crew members, and you know, all the actors, and yeah, it's a lot, a lot of moving parts. Um, New Madrid, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Wilma Rodriguez. Good morning, Bianca Camargo. Good morning. Good to see you, Judge. Hey, and Mary Perez. Good morning. Mm-hmm. Um, Madrid, like. It is country. I am a country girl from the country. Okay. New Madrid is, you know, my hometown is about about 3,300 people. About, um, we're about two hours north of Memphis, about two, two and a half south of St. Louis. So we are at the, call the boot hill. It's the bottom, you know, southeast Missouri. Mm-hmm. So um, I am a country girl from the country originally, but I have been, wow, it's like I was just thinking about it today. I've yeah. been living up here for almost 20 years now. It's so. a long way. From, I, right, yeah. a long way from the country, yes. Um, <laughs> that That's quite inspiring, mm-hmm. and I'm glad to I'm glad to hear you had that story. That's, oh, that's yes. very inspiring. That's good. I, I think that's, uh, you know, like, so as we were kind of talking mm-hmm. before the camera started rolling, like, you, everybody's got a Story. Right. Everybody. Yes. Everybody's got a story. Yes. And I, you know, being in a roar in a long time or for a long time, like, mm-hmm. I was mean, all these people like that is an incredible story. Mm-hmm. That is fascinating. 
Yeah. Small, there's probably been more people that you dealt with on a day than the whole town population. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I think uh, the more young people who can hear something like that, the better off the world yeah. will be. Because it was big. I mean, even for me, like, you know, I, I you know from New Madrid, small town, and then I went to undergrad at um, Ole, Ole Miss, right. University of Mississippi. So Oxford, it was only like 10,000 people. So from there, when I moved to Aurora, and I mean, Aurora was huge to me. Like, it was just like, oh, my gosh. Right. You know, I was just shocked. I was—I remember when I first moved here, I was scared to drive on the expressway because I'm, you know, I'm not used to Traffic all of it. Traffic moving real fast, like right. <laughs> now I've been here so long, it's nothing. Right. But um, like, yeah, definitely a culture shock when I moved to Aurora. Like, I've never lived in a place this big before. Um, now, uh, how'd you meet Mr. Hicks? Oh, and I've known Antoine for—I met him through um, my cousin. So that was. Man, I've known Antoine maybe 15 years now. All right, it's 8.40 a.m., ladies and gentlemen, and this is the moment where Monica goes to class. <laughs> but as we always do when Monica goes to class, we like to let her know that we appreciate her time and hard work very much. <laughs> Monica, have a fantastic day today. All right. This is kind of like on the news. I always have that moment where I'm like, you know, we're back from but, but we're not back. We didn't go nowhere really. <laughs> um, all right. So the time is now um, 8.41 a.m. You guys are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And uh, I would be remiss right now, actually, if I didn't tell you one more quick piece of information. This is local, so it's going to be uh, very important here coming up. Soap Island Social. We told you guys about this on Thursday and Friday of last week. Uh, this also goes to our downtown restaurants, openings, and business. So pay attention, guys. Uh, Stope Island Social, the Amy Morton-owned restaurant in downtown Aurora, right next to the Paramount, is looking to open up on the 19th of November. Uh, they came to town, uh, but they've been closed for 18 months now. Uh, this is due to the pandemic, uh, so it goes on. Uh, ready to open earlier this year at the same time the Paramount Theater next door reopened, but the Delta variant came. Uh, now, going back to months ago, and good, uh, good morning, Aurora, actually, we had told you guys about the Delta variant and its spread, and there was an article in the Beacon at that time that was talking about the hiatus hiatus h-i-a-t-u-s that was placed on many businesses and there was a brief shutdown of stuff happening at the fox valley mall uh, but maybe morton is also hiring um she's paying about 30 percent more for cooks up to more than 20 dollars an hour and she has 100 percent paid preventative insurance and a 100 transportation allowance uh, as well so soap island social is hiring check it out looking to open up on the 19th the time is 8:43. okay um so let's talk the work-life balance parent lot how do you maintain a healthy work-life balance um family you know i've been fortunate um the babysitter or something family mm -hmm. family's definitely been been important a family that is very supportive. Cheerleader. Cousins, friends are, you know, my biggest cheerleaders. So I've been fortunate to have great family, awesome friends. Um, do you do you ever do you ever think that you would have been able to continue without that, that strong support? Strong uh a strong sense of family? Mm -hmm. Probably not. You know, I think I've, I just have a lot of people that are like my cheerleaders. Like I've had my friends that knew, you know, friends and family that knew, you know, I'm going to be on Chicago Fire. They're sharing it. They're tell, posting it. They're telling it. So when you have people and also my acting friends, you know, we are all just real supportive of each other. Like, you know, I think that's been a huge part of having people that cheer you on. Because there's, like I said, during that six years in between, not nothing, like there's plenty of times I'm like, why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. But when you see, you know, you got friends and family like, girl, you got this. Girl, you're good. You're awesome. You're amazing. You can do this. That makes a big difference. 
Uh, have you worked with any great directors or, you know, are there any that you remember? Oh. Um, I, you know, like I said, um, working with Empire was awesome. And Chicago Fire, the directors of those episodes that I've done were absolutely you know, I've been fortunate with theater. One of my good friends who's also, you know, directed a lot of the productions I've been in, friend Kimberly D. Garrett, who's awesome, always. Hey, right. Yes. Her- she, uh, yes. Harriet Tubman. Yes, she wrote yeah. Harriet Tubman, and I've also been in other stage productions that she, you know, she's written. So having her support and constantly, you know, cheering me on and always thinking of me for, for her productions has always been huge. So she's been an awesome director to work with for, for theater. Okay. You also mentioned Vagabond School of the Arts. Yes. Uh, let's talk about that. Where is that located? And um, that's in Chicago. Okay. There, are, you know, Chicago has become such a huge, you know, as far as film, television, always been huge with theater. So um, I train a lot at Vagabond. There's a lot of other acting schools that I go to. So you know, I'm always going to act at Vagabond for training, and I love Vagabond. How do you train? What's huh? what's the training like? Is it like push-ups and then get in front of the camera? Right. <laughs> I mean, you one, two, like, one, two, one, two, one, right. two. Like, it, it kind of feels that way. Um, Vagabond really has um, prepared me for as far as the audition process, as far as you know the actual you know training the on, on being having the experience of on set. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of workshops, and uh, you know I'm going to be coaching. Um, with an acting coach pretty soon too. It is just going over technique, going over what to expect, you know, if you have an audition, going over breaking down scripts, going on analyzing the characters, analyzing the scenes. What does this character want to do? You know, it's just a lot of breaking down that script, breaking down this character so that you can be prepared to go out there again. Mm. Okay, breaking down the script. Breaking, break all. I mean, there's so many classes to, to become better at every aspect of acting. So I want to absorb every ounce of information. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, like I said, it's the same way as when I trained for basketball. Right. You know, I want to get, I want my jumper to be better. I got to go out there and, and work on my jumper. I got to work with a coach to get my jumper better. You know? What were, what were the, uh, what were some of the things that you were specifically working on? Was were they things like delivery that you weren't? I mean. I assume you're doing all mm-hmm. training of all kinds to right. be good, but just on a personal level, mm-hmm. like what, what were the key things that you identified? You know, learning to be comfortable. You okay. know what I mean? Comfortable with, um, all, you know, auditioning and comfortable with taking on uh, this character. Shout out to my to Robin Coffin, who uh, was my teacher. It was like once I went back to train, it was like a few weeks later, I ended up booking Chicago Fire. How you know, great. Learning. How you know, it's, it, I had to go back. You know, I updated, updated my headshots. You know, got new headshots, got new looks. And then I had to go back and I had to change something. Because it was like I have six years of audition, 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 and nothing. Something's got to change. Something I'm missing out on something. How do you find a good agent? Um, research. But uh, you know, let me you know disclaimer: if some no agent is going to come to you and want you to pay them to represent, you. if you come across that, you should not be paying an agent to represent you. All I right. think a lot of people don't know about you know, a reputable agent is not going to say, hey, you got to pay me some money before I represent you. Okay, so good to know. that's a good that's a big disclaimer. Um, I mean, for me, it was learning to go to look for an agent when I was ready. I had to get my my headshots had to be on point. You know, I had to have my training on point. I got to have, you know, actually have done acting. I think people are quick to run out and want an agent before they're ready for the agent. Like an agent, you know what I mean? You and your agent are partners in this. Right. An agent needs you to be ready so that they can submit you because the end goal is you to get that role. And then, you know, everybody benefits. Right. So um, before you're even, before you can become an actor, you have to act. You can't be a basketball player without playing basketball. And before you start, you know, hey, I want to be an actor. How do I get an agent? All right, slow down. Are you acting? You're already coming out the wrong way. Right. right. Uh, you're trying to get to this step. You're starting here, and you're trying to get here, and you didn't do none of the stuff that's in the middle. 
So, you know, before you're ready to get an agent, you got to, I mean, are you acting? Are you training? You got the professional headshots? You know, what are you doing before you can actually go to the agent and present your materials? Like, hey, can you represent me? Are your materials, are you on point? Have you been doing any acting first? But there's, I mean, there's a million trillion opportunities. Everybody's looking for actors. Somebody has a production going on that they need some actors. Some student has a film that they need some actors. You know, with these iPhones and everything today, you can make your own web series. You know what I mean? You can right. make your own opportunities. Are you writing anything? So before you even get to that point, what are you doing right now? You know, so. Dropping some jewels I mean, on this show. This ah. is from, <laughs> I mean, this, is from <laughs> this is from years of me making the mistakes. Right. No, you know what I, I mean? Yeah, course, I was yeah. that person, you know, back then after I, I, I was an extra on one production and I'm thinking I can go out and get this, 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 this. I had to take years of learning. <laughs> there's some, there's some, some steps that's got to take place before you can get to the to the end goal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so we have the venue mm -hmm. here downtown uh, on Broadway. Mm -hmm. We got the so we've got a pretty thriving and, and good scene of arts here in Aurora, and we got a lot of friends of the show who watch, and right. and and they've done productions and things like that. So like we were talking about, you know, we have people here on the local level who like can benefit from just right. that little basic piece uh, of information. And that's what I've been doing, you know, when I was trying to, you know, audition, 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 I was all in the Joliet Theater, you know, I've been doing all the, doing productions in Joliet, you know, stage, so it's continuing even now even though i have an agent i'm still training i'm still submitting myself i'm right. still working on other projects i'm not just sitting around waiting for my agent to text me and say hey i got something for you no i'm still working to make things happen for myself as well so yesterday was a virtual casting you said yeah i had a, ver a zoom audition because right zoom, now a okay. lot of things you know COVID. sure so right now um not a lot of casting directors i think a lot of may, may only be one everybody is pretty much doing self-tapes now and self tapes, which is you record your audition at home and then you you send it to the casting director. That's pretty much what you know what's going on right now because of you know with COVID and everything. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of you go to the casting agency office and in person audition because of COVID. A lot of people, you know, they're requesting you you do the audition and right. then you submit it. Um, is that any? How do you feel about that? You like it the mm -hmm. old school way, you know, the typical way, or it doesn't even matter. It, um, you know, I've kind of, I kind of like the self tape. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I've done in person too. A lot, I know a lot of actors prefer in person just because you got, you know, you have somebody right there, the casting director's right there, and you can feed off of the casting director. With the self tape, you know, I have the option of, you know, I do my self tape, I can watch it, and okay, all right, let me do it again. You know, you have the option of redoing it if you need to, submit it. So. I booked with the self tape. I booked an in person audition. So I've been, I've done both. Um, it's just right now with the times, you know. Right. Uh, speaking of the times, it's eight fifty two a.m. Oh, our friends of the show. Let's see here. Anna says yes. Shouts out, Cheryl Brownell. Good morning to you. Everybody's saying have a great day at school for Monica, who just uh, just left <laughs> us. Um, so I think. As we kind of get towards the, um, you know, I feel that when I watch, and I, you know, just from watching TV and film and movies, what have you, mm -hmm. um, I look and certain people have played certain roles, and I think some are better than others. There's been a bunch of Batman, for example. Mm -hmm. Michael Keaton was the first, right. you know, besides the TV show, Adam West, Michael Keaton, and then uh, Christian Bale. And all that kind of stuff. Um, so my question for you is, are good actors born? Huh. I think, you know. With your experiences and everything that you've kind of learned. I use a lot of sports now just because I'm a former athlete. Mm -hmm. You know, people can are born, you know, great athletes. But you don't become a great basketball player without training and playing basketball. Gotcha. You know what I mean? You look at Michael Jordan was a great athlete, you know, as a kid, but it took years and years and years of training before he became the, the greatest. You know right. what I mean? And who we talk about now, who we know is to be the man. Yeah, he's, you know, spoken of. Right. He wouldn't have, you know, he would not have came, become who he was without training. Like, he got cut from high school basketball team. You know what I mean? 
If he never trained ever and ever, he would not have been the basketball player that he is. Would have ended right there. Right. Yeah. Same way with acting. You can be born, you, you're born, you know, talented, but it takes years and years of training with anything, not even, you know, sports. With anything, it takes years and years of training to be great. Uh, so you've mentioned Kimberly DeGarrett and, and uh, a couple of things now. Mm-hmm. What's the art scene like in Joliet? Is it, how is it down there? Um, you know, it's just like COVID, a lot, so much got shut down with COVID. Right. You know, everything is still, you know, um, still opening back up. Okay. So, um, and Juliet is, and everything is just starting to slowly, slowly pick back up. What's the theater out there that you um, mentioned, I believe? I performed at the Billy Leemacher Bicentennial Theater. Hey, I'm going to look that up. Like I said, everything's still, you know, with COVID, everything's still trying to open back up. Okay. I like the, uh, I like uh, hearing about productions about Harriet Tubman and things like mm-hmm. that. Man, we could, uh, you know, y'all ain't too far from us. We, Shout that out sometime. Uh, give some life to that. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, you know, 2022, hopefully, um, I'm dying to get back on stage. So um, I'm hoping in 2022 I can get back on stage. Is there anything that you've got lined up that you can share with us? Are there any future roles that you already got booked and mm-hmm. you're going to do that you can do? I have a couple of short films in okay. um, 2022. So right now we're just having, you know, the meetings right now. So um, short films, I'm still, I've been auditioning a lot for commercials lately. So just hoping and training. I had a coaching session in a couple of weeks um, with, with, a, with the coach. So it's just training never stops. So, yes. Okay. All yes. right. We'll see you on Super Bowl time. Y'all know what it is. <laughs> Try these nachos. Right. I'm hoping. <laughs> hey, let's go. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, what have you learned about like media and advertising and marketing. I mean, they're important. You know, they're definitely important. Um, act- actors talk a lot about, you know, building our brands, building our names. I mean, the world is social media, you know, building a good presence, right. uh, contacts, relationships. Um, where can people find you on social media? Um, I am at Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, Shay Day Actress. Shay Day Actress. Shay Day Actress okay. on all my social media. Follow me. Questions, you can hit me up. Y'all heard that. Shay Day <laughs> Actress. Yes. Um, follow her on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Yes. And all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Twitter is difficult for you me. Know, I'm not on it as much. I'm really, yeah. I, I, there's times I've kind of forgotten I have Twitter. Right. I, I, you know, I'm here and there. I'm not as active on Twitter. Right. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to do more, be more active. Yeah. I mean, it's only so many characters. I got exactly. a lot to say. I can't express myself with just, exactly. That's you know, why I'm not, I don't, five I don't lines. Know. That's it. I might share some news about what I'm going on here and there, but I'm trying to do more with Twitter. I got to get more active with Twitter. All right. My last question for you before we go is, do you have an iconic line or is there a line that you said in all of your time uh, being an actress that you're like, you know, that was that? <laughs> uh, do, you, do you have, does Shayla Day have her you can't handle the truth moment? Do you have one of those? <laughs> Not, you can't handle the truth. Um, I don't have, if you, um, I had to show you my, my scene from Empire because I did this little dance in it. Um, that everybody pretty much always says when they see me. But I don't have an actual line yet. Okay. <laughs> but I have the little Empire dance that I did in that scene that I did with Empire that okay. everybody seems to bring up a lot. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, well, we wish you the absolute best. Thank you and, uh, for having me. And good luck on those commercials and everything that you're doing. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, you guys, the time is 8.59 a.m. We're going to wrap it up today. Oh, actually, I'm forgetting on my own show uh the show ends on a positive note what is your message today for the people of aurora juliet going into the week life is too short life is too short to have anything mess with your peace of mind and that is something that i've learned and that i currently live by you know i just i I was like i turned 40 this year so i'm like once i turn 40 i'm determined to have peace of mind so Always go for your peace of mind. Yeah, um, so we hope that you guys enjoyed this morning's show and our conversation with Shayla Day. We really did. Uh, to our friends out there who are 
uh, fellow creatives, to our friends um, of you know who who do things and perform at shows. We hope that you will remember to stay motivated and keep doing what you're doing. Uh, this has been a great episode, you guys. Don't don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, we appreciate Shayla, and as I always tell you, take care of yourself and each other. Thank you.